Hi there, this is Omar Crook, host of Living with a Genius. I want to personally thank you for your financial support. Your donation helps keep this show chugging right along, and I truly couldn't do it without you. As always, thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time. Most interestingly, however, is the event that happened on this day, 2,068 years ago, the assassination of Julius Caesar. Caesar had been recently named dictator in perpetuity of the Roman Republic. Ongoing tensions between Caesar and the Senate, amid fears that he also planned to claim the title of king, overthrow the Senate, and rule as a tyrant, were the principal motivations for his assassination. On the Ides of March of 44 BC, the conspirators, including Julius Caesar's de facto son, cousin, and protege, Decimus Brutus, staged a game of gladiatorial sport at Pompey's theater. The gladiators were provided by Decimus himself, in case their services were needed. They waited in the great hall of the theater's quadriportico. Mark Antony, having vaguely learned of the plot the night before from a terrified liberator named Servilus Casca, and fearing the worst, went to head off Caesar at the steps of the forum. However, the group of senators intercepted Caesar just as he was passing the Theater of Pompeii, located in the Campus Martius, and directed him to a room adjoining the east portico of the theater. As Caesar arrived at the Senate, Lucius Tilius Chimber presented him with a petition to recall his brother, whom Caesar had exiled, but used the pretense to gain ground on Caesar. The other conspirators crowded around to offer their feigned support. Caesar waved him away dismissively, but it was too late. Chimber grabbed Caesar's shoulders and pulled down Caesar's toga, binding his arms. Caesar cried to Chimber, Why, this is violence! At the same time, Casca produced his dagger and plunged it into Caesar's neck just above the collarbone. Caesar turned around quickly and caught Casca by the arm, stabbing him with a stylus, injuring him, yelling, Casca, you villain, what are you doing? Casca, frightened, shouted, Help, brother! Within moments, the entire group, including Decimus Brutus, were stabbing the dictator. Caesar attempted to get away, but, blinded by blood in his eyes, he tripped and fell, and the men continued stabbing him as he lay defenseless on the lower steps of the portico. Some have written that when Brutus rushed at him, he puzzled in Greek, You too, my child? When Brutus struck him, Caesar ended all resistance. Drawing his robe over his face and head, he submitted to the inevitable and fell at the foot of Pompey's statue. According to eyewitness accounts, 60 or more men participated in the assassination. The physician who performed the autopsy on Caesar established that only one wound of the 23 stab wounds had been fatal. The autopsy report, the earliest known post-mortem report in history, by the way, describes that Caesar's death was mostly attributed to blood loss from his stab wounds. Brutus, and his companions then marched to the capital while crying out to their beloved city, People of Rome, we are once again free. They were met with the silence of an empty square, as the citizens of Rome had locked themselves inside their houses as soon as the rumor of what had taken place had begun to spread. In the end, Brutus and his conspirators failed to promote the Roman Republic. 
Rome was instead thrust into a civil war until, having defeated the forces of Antony and Cleopatra at Alexandria, Gaius Octavius, the nephew of Julius Caesar and his sole heir, became the first emperor of the Roman Empire. Octavius, known by the name given to him by the Senate, Augustus, ushered in the period known as the Pax Romana, and for two centuries, Rome would rule from Britannia to the Caspian Sea. Thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time.